Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 74. In this episode, Demolition in the Me Too Age. This show is brought to you by Hydroquip, the UK's largest independent provider of on-site hose repairs. Call 0845 812 0212 for the 24-7 national call-out service. Or download the Hydroquip Job Manager app for iOS and Android devices from the App Store. Earlier this week, I visited a demolition site to interview a site manager who just happens to be a woman. Although demolition remains a male-dominated industry, this was not a unique encounter with a fairer sex in the demolition sector. But it was the first since the Me Too movement unwittingly and belatedly rewrote the rules of how we journalists couch any discussion of gender. Just a few years ago, I was asked to produce an article on a similar subject that was to be titled Woman in a Man's World. Even then, I was uncomfortable with that notion. I was, and remain equally uncomfortable, that the demolition industry remains fervently white, middle-aged and heterosexual, at least publicly. So to be able to interview a qualified, articulate site engineer without having to allude to her gender was a good thing, right? Well, yes and no. Yes, inasmuch as the question of the interviewee's gender had absolutely no bearing on the article I had planned, nor on my reason for visiting her company. Yes, because she was articulate, funny, insightful and brimming with youthful enthusiasm. And yes, in that it allowed us to both discuss the elephant in the room openly, without me sounding like I was angling towards asking for her phone number. For the record, I'm old enough to be her father, I'm happily married, and besides, I already have her number. That's how we set up the meeting. But in other respects, this new paradigm actually made things more awkward, at least for me. The lady in question, and you can read the resulting article in the next Demolition magazine, is very feminine and is very proud of the fact that she accessorises her bright yellow PPE and hard hat with very girly pink nails. Do I mention her nails, or her blonde hair? I wouldn't generally mention the physical attributes of a male interviewee. And try as I might, her gender just continued to bubble to the surface. Not in a negative way, not even in a positive way, but it just refused to go away. There was the anecdote of her being hit on by a tipper driver. There was her attitude to swearing on sight. There was her insistence that a demolition site office was no place for a girly calendar or for posters of semi-naked females. But the longer the conversation went on, the more I realised that it was me that had the issues. The truth is that everyone should be able to go to work without being hit on by co-workers, regardless of their gender or sexuality. Many people are uncomfortable with swearing, and let's face it, it doesn't project a particularly pref professional image, does it? And even though I grew up in the age of Benny Hill and Carry On films, I personally have refused to run adverts in Demolition magazine because they featured scantily clad women. We have a long way to go until the presence of a woman on a demolition site is no longer cause for surprise, intrigue or consternation. As a society, we need to realise that people are people, irrespective of their race, creed, colour, gender, sexuality, height, age or hair colour. I'm not pointing the finger of blame. But when it comes to conveying stories in a gender-neutral manner, we all have a lot to learn. And yes, that means me too. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News or The Demolition Magazine, 
please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.